There's a new representative for Northwest Georgia, and she is shaking up Congress with her slate of issues in Washington. In 2020, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene took over the seat in the November election from former Representative Tom Graves, who decided to retire as his term was coming to a close. Green, who started her new job in January, has since sparked controversy with her comments, filed impeachment articles against President Joe Biden, and called upon her Republican colleagues to do more. The Democratic majority also stripped her of her committee assignments following her comments about the January 6th attack on Congress itself. Welcome back to Talking Points on Polk Today. I'm Kevin, the editor, and in this special edition of the podcast, we are going to listen to a full recording of Greenstown Hall event held on May 5th, 2021 in the Braswell community at a private event space where she continued to push for a variety of issues, from going back to building the border wall to ending troop deployments around the globe, along with her support for former President Donald Trump. Tune in to listen to the full town hall after a word from a Polk Today sponsor. At Floyd, patient safety is a priority. In fact, it's a daily commitment. A commitment that wherever you see a Floyd logo, you know you'll receive respectful, compassionate care that is centered on your safety and wellness. It's a personal commitment to protect your health. And we stand ever ready to deliver quality care and peace of mind. You deserve to feel safe and secure. And our entire team is here to make sure that you do. To learn more about our commitment to provide enhanced safety and care you can trust, visit floyd.org safe.
Jesus staff. And I brag on everyone here, Travis Lowerwell, my district director. Justin's back here going all around. I think he was taking pictures. But I also have someone very special here, and that's Jackie. And she's way back in the corner. You know, I hear Jackie. Jackie is one of the superstars that will help you out if you have an issue. And if you need anything, any help um, with constituent services, Jackie is here tonight. So you are welcome. Um, if you have something that you need help with, you are welcome to ignore me completely and talk to Jackie because we want to make sure that your needs are met. That's the most important part of my job and, and our jobs for you all. So I just want to make sure you all knew uh, that she's back there and she's here tonight to help you out. So thank you very much, Jackie. I appreciate you being here. Well, I also would like to say, after I've talked and bragged about you all and how wonderful I think you are and, and how great our country is, there's a bunch of people up in the swamp in Washington, D.C. that seem to have forgotten how great our country is. And uh, that really makes me upset every time I'm there. I was watching a movie on the airplane yesterday. Uh, I flew down to Florida and interviewed with somebody you might watch on the news. You guys know Tucker Carlson? Yeah. He is great, and I just did his show. It's on Fox Nation if you want to watch it. It's an hour long. But I had a flight to take and go visit him and do that interview. And I watched a movie on the plane, and I watched The Patriot. And I don't know if many of you have seen it. Have you guys seen it? what it took for these brave men and women who risked their lives, their families, their fortunes uh, for a dream, really a dream, something that was whispered in meanings and, and ideas and the very thought that they could form a nation and no longer live under the tyranny of a king, the greatest king on earth in that day, under the most... Um, powerful navy and army, right? And so that movie was, was really good for me to watch, and I thought about, wow, here we are living today in a time with taxation, heavy taxation, and a bigger threat of more taxation, which is what the Biden administration wants to do. They want to pass these, these big, big bills, big spending bills, trillions of dollars, in these spending bills, they want to increase your taxes. And it's a terrible thing. You all work so hard every single day for the money that you earn, and you're already paying your taxes. And then here we've got the federal government that wants to run you into deeper debt. We're already at almost $30 trillion in debt. Well, they want more spending bills so you can be further into debt, not just you, but your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren, and on and on and on, right? And these big spending bills, infrastructure plan, for example, and we do, we need to take care of our roads and our bridges and waterways and ports. These are very important things that tax dollars should be spent on. But I don't think infrastructure, anywhere in infrastructure, that means the Green New Deal. 
the Green Thing deal that, that really, if you read it, it's 14 pages, and I encourage everyone to read the bill itself. Don't read an article about it, read the bill. Confesses our American climate sins and would completely, radically change our country. Now, remember, this was something that was introduced a few years ago, and everybody laughed and laughed, right? We're like, what is this AOC? Who is she, and what the heck is the Green New Deal? Well, and it sounds funny at first, but Democrats have taken it very serious, and they've woven it into a lot of their plans. And this is the bill that's coming up in the next few weeks that I've got to vote on. This is the bill that a lot of people are talking about. It's all being named infrastructure. Well, within this bill, if it's passed, the problem with this so-called infrastructure plan and having the Green New Deal in it is it's going to put us in a very different kind of predicament that I don't believe we should be in. You see, the past four years we had President, President Donald J. Trump.
electric vehicles are operated with battery engines. Do you know what country dominates the battery market? Anybody? China. That's right, China. China is the superpower in the battery market. So that means the American federal government's fleet that the American taxpayers pay for, the vehicles you own, are going to be dependent on Chinese batteries. How do you feel about that? No, I don't think so either. I think that is outrageous. Well, let's go a little bit further. Do you think America has a big battery market? No, we don't. China also owns over 80% of the rare of the rights to rare earth minerals. That's what's used to make batteries. Haven't we learned a lesson from the coronavirus, everyone? That it's very important where we get our supply chain from. And how can we have elected leaders that want to pass legislation that forces us to be reliant and dependent on a country like China? China has stolen from us, spied on us. China spies on us now. They have fully infiltrated our country. They want to be the world dominant superpower. You know what President Xi told President Biden? You know what he told him? He said, President Biden makes this big promise. We're going to cut our net carbon emissions down in half by 2030. President Xi says, okay, okay, go ahead and do that, Joe. I'm going to ramp up my production, Chinese production. We're going to ramp our economy up because he's smart. He knows that Joe Biden is going to tear ours down. President Xi says, I'm going to ramp up. I'm going to increase net carbon emissions. He said this out loud, everybody, in front of the world. Increase our net carbon emissions to 2035. And then I'll look at cutting them down. And then he says, and then our goal will try to be net zero carbon emissions by 2060. That's 10 years after America is supposed to be at zero in 2050. And we're supposed to believe that, right? Because he's like, Pinky promise? I don't think so. I don't think so. But these are the decisions that are being made in Washington. And these are the bills that I'll be voting on. And I've been voting on many bills like this. Bills like the Equality Act. The Equality Act that says, guess what, ladies? Men that call themselves women get to go in your bathroom. They get to go in women's battered women's shelters, or women's rape shelters, or women's jails, and your daughter's sports teams. That was the Equality Act that I voted no on, that all the Democrats voted for, and it passed. But these are the type of bills that are going through. Other things that have been happening, here's one that, that has really struck me. And I think you guys would be shocked if you don't already know it. Did you know that most of the bills that pass in Congress aren't actually voted on by every single member of Congress? As a matter of fact, many times these bills get passed by voice vote, meaning that they call the bill to the floor and then they call for the yeas and the nays. And so a couple on the left and a couple 
of Congress say, some say yay and some say nay. And then the person sitting up there in the speaker's chair, which by the way, most of the time is not a lady named Nancy Pelosi, it's somebody else, because that would require her doing her job the entire time, <laughs> decides by listening who won the vote. Oh, I heard more yays, or I heard more nays. And that is how billions and billions of dollars of your dollars get spent and bills become laws. Now, I don't know about you all, but the first time I saw that happen, I, I, think, I think you could hear my chin hit the floor. I was like, what just happened? That, did that just pass? Somebody said, yeah, that passed. I'm like, but there's only like 19 of us in here. There's 435 members of Congress. Shouldn't we all vote? Like with our little cards that they gave us, we vote, we put it in there and push the green or the red? No, these pass by voice vote. So, I don't know if you guys heard the news. I have, a, I have a little more time on my hands since the Democrats didn't like the idea of me being on committees. <laughs> but I'm not one of those people that likes to sit around. And then I got really frustrated at the idea of only a handful of members of Congress spending a whole lot of our money when we're already in a big, big hole in debt. So I decided to learn something called floor procedure. It's fun. They should have never let me do that. So I decided, well, you know, since I'm not on any official committees, there is one committee I am a member of, called the Committee of the Whole. And that's in the chamber where all the members of Congress are on the committees. And when bills come through in the Committee of the Whole, I've decided that as much as I possibly can, I will sit myself in there and I declare myself chairwoman of the Committee of the Whole. Yeah, they should have a record. That's our job. 
get paid by you guys. That's to pay our paycheck. So I was like, no, we have big argument on that. Here was another reason. Here's another reason. Well, if we just vote by voice, these can easily pass. These bills can just pass. And then if it's a freshman member of Congress, they'll get a bill passed and they'll get reelected. Are you kidding me? I'm like, look, most of these bills that are passing are horrible, and nobody passing a lot of these bills should get reelected. So. And then we're going to erase all the reported votes and say everybody has to 
nothing wrong with introducing things like articles of impeachment on Joe Biden, even if we're in the minority, because we should be working hard every single day to make that happen. Because that's what the American people want. Fire Fauci Act. take a brief pause here to hear from a Polk Today sponsor again. Tune in for the second half of the town hall after this quick break. Listeners, it is local businesses, large and small, that help ensure free local news is available on Polk Today. One I hope you'll consider when you need guidance on what's the right step forward when facing legal troubles is Gammon, McFall, and Villarreal in Cedartown. These well-respected legal professionals headed by attorneys Wright Gammon Jr., Brad McFall, and Brian Villarreal practice in Cedartown, Polk County, and throughout Northwest Georgia. They can help you with a variety of legal issues that you may face in life, from representing you in personal injury and workers' compensation cases to providing criminal defense and civil litigation in court. 
The firm just celebrated their 50th year serving clients locally and offices across the street from the courthouse in downtown Cedartown and look forward to helping you in the future. Visit gmvlawfirm.com, that's gmvlawfirm.com, to learn more about getting a free consultation or call 770-574-4925. That's 770-574-4925 for more information. Thanks again to Gammon McFall and Villarreal Attorneys at Law for sponsoring Free Wiggle News on Polk today. Let's tune back in for the second half of Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene's town hall held on May 5th, 2021. No funding for terrorists, Matt. Isn't it funny how you never hear anything about terrorists anymore? In Colorado, a man went into a store and killed 10 people. 10 people. Guess what? He was a Muslim. Why aren't we talking about, was this a terrorist act? We don't talk about it. Then, remember, there was a man, I don't even know if you heard about it. All we heard about was January 6th, uh, the insurrection. But we then, there was a man that rammed into uh, the Capitol, the walls they put up, uh, uh, killed a police officer, got out of the car, stabbed the police officer, killed him, Capitol police officer. He was a member of the Nation of Islam. Why didn't they talk about that? It's not like terrorists just go away. These people are still saying that they want they want their religion to dominate the world. Do we just ignore that? I don't think we should ignore that. Terrorist attacks have happened in the past, they'll continue to happen in the future, and there's major funding for it. So I introduced the No Funding for Terrorist Act, prevents the Secretary of State Blinken from using any of your taxpayer dollars to fund the Palestinian Authority a major sponsor of terrorism against Israel and the United States. Back the Blue Gold Medal Award. Let me tell you about this one. Okay, so they awarded Capitol Police recently for, for their work on January 6th. I tell you, I couldn't vote for it, and I'll tell you why. And I had a hard time with not voting for it, but here's why. The, the language in that bill, number one, declared every single person at the Capitol there that day on January 6th an insurrectionist. And I do not believe that that, that was insurrection. I'm not going to label people that way, okay? There have been riots and, and acts of terror all year long in American cities. Yeah. And we need to address, if we're going to address issues, we need to address all the issues. The other thing is it declared the capital, it declared the capital a temple. That, that is not a temple. Not a temple. And so I, I couldn't vote for that. But I'll tell you what, I was really excited about this. The Back the Blue Gold Medal Award awards all police a congressional gold medal for their bravery and sacrifices during the riots over the past year, all over the country. Inciting violence, yeah. telling yeah. 
people that it, the, the uh, outcome of certain trial going on was not the one they wanted. They needed to take to the streets and they needed to increase pressure and get more confrontational. Tell me what is more confrontational than burning cities, looting businesses, attacking police officers, federal buildings, taking over police precincts, and on and on and on. I don't know what is more confrontational than that. Where you can just go into and 
go in and get a job and live. They're not, they don't allow that in most countries in the world, but we're doing it and we're paying for it. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah, we need to finish the wall. We need to secure our borders. Legal immigration is a wonderful thing. That's how most of us became Americans, right? And the, and the people that spent years trying to become Americans, gosh, they worked hard and they're proud of it. We should respect that. We don't just let thieves in the back door. That's wrong. Drugs, human trafficking, sex trafficking, criminals, all of this, it's got to stop. We, we need to secure our borders. We have to do it. It's the right thing to do. It's not a, it's not a political issue. It's the right thing to do. We need to stop sending all of our money to foreign countries. Well, I tell you what, 
There's a lot of people that pay for their own college. There's a lot of people that work hard to do that. There's a lot of people that saved up money and paid for their children's college. I don't believe it's the government's job or the American taxpayer's job. Bill. 
actually infrastructure. Only 6% of $3 trillion is actually infrastructure. It shouldn't, there, there's no need for the other 94% of the infrastructure bill. It doesn't make sense. It's just, it should just be voted down, and that's it. Good. 
However, is there ways to fund things like this? Yes, there are ways to fund it. So you want to be able to help your districts and do all of that stuff. But I'm against pork barrel spending, and I'm against earmarks. I voted against them in our conference, and um, I just don't think it's a good. Anywhere there could be corruption or manipulation with members of Congress or or among people in a district, I don't think it's a good idea. So just to let you know, never going to give it up, are they? Give it up, are they? How can, how, what can we do to help you get back on your committees? <laughs> Thank you for that. I'll tell you right now, I really don't want to be on my committee. <laughs> um, like I said, I'm the chairwoman of the Committee of the Whole. And uh, I get a lot done there. I get a lot done there. And I, they'll, put me, they'll put me on committees when we take back the majority in 2022. And I really think that's Yes, I love you, Gigi. 
I love you too. Um, I think I think that's horrible. Why why discriminate against students that have conservative views? Kids should have their views, right? Shouldn't they be able to talk about it in the classroom, whether it's conservative or or liberal or whatever their views are? They shouldn't be treated badly on college campuses or high school or anywhere because of their views. That's mean. But it's it's the commonplace. It's common and it happens too much to our kids. I've got two in college. And that is that's what happens. They can't express their conservative views because they're deemed bad. They're just bad for having conservative views. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. We need to go back to being friends with each other because maybe we like the same food or the same sports team. We need to find common ground. And kids need to be kids and not mistreated because they're are you supportive of making the new child tax credit permanent? I like the child tax credit. I do. I, I, I don't like taxes. How about you guys? I'm not a fan. I definitely want people to pay less taxes. The Democrats don't, though. They want to raise, raise capital gains from 20% to over 39%. They want to increase the estate tax, the death tax, and income taxes. So these are problems. How do we stop big tech? I did, I did an interview on that earlier today. Turn them off like a good one. Sign up for Trump's social media platform when it comes out. Um, how do we stop big tech? Big tech, okay, so they're a business. Now, we need reform. We need it. Republicans had the opportunity to do it. They failed. I'm still mad about that. Why didn't they do it when they had the chance? Why wasn't there Section 230 reform when the opportunity was there? President Trump said he would sign it. It didn't happen. So they were interviewing me today about what legislation are you going to introduce or what are you going to co-sponsor to stop big tech? My issue is they should have done it. I have no problem saying Republicans failed. They didn't repeal Obamacare. I'm still mad about that, aren't you? They didn't defund Planned Parenthood. Why not? Why? They didn't fund the wall. I can't understand it. They didn't defund sanctuary cities. Why not? Do we harbor illegal aliens and criminals? Is that what we do? Why didn't they do anything about Section 230? They had the opportunity. Now, we got big tech can do whatever they want. It's ridiculous. So, guess what? You know what works? Let's say there's a certain restaurant in town, and I'm not I'm making this up, because I bet there's no bad restaurants in there. You're right. Okay, so let's say there's a bad restaurant, and every time you go eat there, they, they throw food at you, they mistreat you, they disrespect you, Food gives you stomach aches. They smack you around. They kick you on the way out the door. Are you going to go back? No. The greatest way to end Twitter is to leave. The greatest way to end Facebook is to leave. Don't get
it's just mistreatment. And so I've left my fuzzy opinion of we need to stay and have the conversation to the point that right now, you know what, we're like an abused spouse. We need to stop the abuse and say when you're ready to be nice, we'll talk. And that's, that's pretty much how I feel. And then there's another thing I know. Money talks. Twitter and Facebook, if they lose a bunch, if they lose, let's say all Republicans and all conservatives leave those platforms, they're going to be hurting. Why do you think they didn't permanently ban Trump today? The board on Facebook did not permanently ban Trump. Do you want to know why? They're not stupid. They know he's going to introduce his own social media platform, right? He said he's going to. I know he's going to. He's told me he's going to. I'm excited about that. It's coming. So Facebook says, God, we hate this guy. We've got to ban him permanently. We really hate Orange Man bad. We want him gone. That's what they but we can't get rid of him because he's going to open up something to compete with our platform. And when it opens, everybody is probably going to leave Facebook and go to his new platform. That's the truth. So we better wait and see how this is going to work out, how bad it's going to hurt our stock prices, what it's going to do to our market share, and how much money it's going to cost us before we vote to permanently ban him. Ban him, right? So that was, that's what they did today. But I, I honestly think money talks. I sure wouldn't need a restaurant that treated me bad every time I went in there. But I seem to go back to Twitter every day. <laughs> I have to. It's my job. What can we do specifically to support you and the Republican Party? Well, I sure would like to take it all with me to Washington. It'd be fun to have regular people in there every single day. I would love it. I would love it. Um, and they just don't understand you because they rely on pollsters and political consultants and the experts that know, you know, those people to tell them what you all want. But I would love for y'all to be there and tell them what you want. And I wish that they could understand. So the best thing that I think you all can do is, if you're a donor, only donate to Republicans that you think are really doing a good job. And if that's me, I always appreciate it. But don't donate to the ones you don't think are doing a good job, because they don't deserve your money. If you have the time and you're willing and able, and I hope you do, I think Republican voters need to be activists. And I mean activate I want to see you involved. You know, the great thing happened in a bunch of the county GOP uh, conventions recently here in Georgia. A whole bunch of new people joined many of these county GOPs. And guess what? In several big counties, so many of the new people came in, they got rid of old leadership and voted in new leadership. I thought that was awesome. like never before. Getting active. If we if we just complain to our friends and our neighbors but don't do anything about it, nothing's going to change. You can't expect results. People that didn't vote for our two senators and we lost our Senate seats, you can't complain if you didn't vote. That was the worst thing to do is not vote. We have to vote. 
we have to get active. We've got a call, even when we get the stinking voicemail. Leave a message, send an email, show up at their office, join the local GOP, talk to neighbors, put up signs, demand accountability. If you don't like the election, guess what? You deserve answers on the election. You can't be told no. You're the taxpayers. I say this over and over. I said it on another interview earlier today. You paid for the ballots. You paid for the election. You paid for the people that worked it. You paid Brad Raffensperger's salary. You paid for all of it, and you shouldn't be told shame on you for the big lie if you want to ask questions about it. And if anybody won an election, fair and square, they should be happy about everyone seeing an audit or seeing the results. Just check to make sure. There's nothing wrong with that. No one should ever complain about that. There's nothing wrong with asking and saying, we want to see it because we paid for it. Because I remember four years ago, hashtag was this and hashtag not my president. And a, and, a, and a women's march all over Washington in really disgusting costumes and signs. So there's nothing wrong with wanting accountability and asking questions. And I think you're the people and you deserve to ask the questions and they should listen. Everybody should listen to you. It's people over politicians. People over politicians. Okay, what is your thought on patent reform? i.e. removal of PTAB for small investors and big tech. Well, oh, you're so this is the one that protects like Apple and Google. Who asked the question, Bernie? Okay, do you want to get more specific for me? Yeah, we have uh, basically take small investors like myself and basically push you in front of a group that is hired by uh, Google that Congress basically has formed in order to do away with small inventors so that the big tech companies can, can control the marketplace. That's what I thought. We don't have a chance. No, you don't. Okay. This is the land of the free and everybody's equal country. Yeah. Um, no, you, you shouldn't you shouldn't have to have permission from Google or a board that Congress puts together on your patent. Um, everyone deserves a chance that sure is hard to be a small business owner, so yeah. China uh, China also is uh trading <coughs> uh, our patent system and now it's eventually going to wipe out small business. Well, I'll tell you, um, I had a meeting, uh, meeting, it was two weeks ago, yeah, two weeks ago, where Mike Pompeo was our speaker. And this is disturbing to know, but he, he said, just so you know, China has basically infiltrated the United States, top down, bottom up. They are talking, they are interested in talking to every city council member, every county commissioner, every mayor, every governor, every elected person, every member of Congress. They definitely want a relationship with. Communist China is the biggest threat to the United States. We used to think that Russia was something and we had a Cold War and our, our uh, alphabet agencies were all about worrying about Russia, but we don't. We're not on top of things with China like we should be, so it's a problem. They fund our universities. They're joining our. They're getting involved in our schools, K through 12. Imagine that. 
They, there's many Chinese businesses all over the country that are loyal to Communist China and the Communist Chinese government comes and visits them. That was from Mike Pompeo. So this is a problem. We need to be vigilant. And with our patents, they should not be able to be taken from the China. Uh, patent owners, American patent, patent owners that do business there should not have to sell rights to their patents or their inventions or their company to do business there. That's not, that doesn't treat Americans fairly. We've got to protect these things. So we need to stay vigilant on China. How can I help you make Georgia a 2A state? Constitutional carry. Yeah. We should just pass it. Didn't we have a governor promise us that? Right? Okay, that, you can't, I can't do it because I'm not a state. Uh, I'm, I'm federal. So this is a state issue. I think you guys should should have to make it happen. Okay? And then ask you know, your other state legislators. It's important. Constitutional carry should pass. And let's see. I would just like to thank you, Representative Green, for your service to our district. Thank you. Hey, Polk Today podcast listeners, did you know that without your support, you get local news for free and I don't get to eat or pay bills? That's a problem. Show that you don't mind paying a little bit for news through a contribution to Polk Today via PayPal and get a heck of a lot more in return. And did you know that for $5 a month, or maybe just as much as you feel like you can spare, essentially a tip to a waitress, a group of a thousand people could keep everyone informed all the time, considering helping out and keep PolkToday.com and forthcoming products from having to be subscriber-based. But hey, good news. With two people down, there's only 998 to go. Check out the show notes at PolkToday.com to learn more about how to support the podcast and talking points on Polk Today. Thanks to all of you local listeners, readers, and contributors, and local advertisers for making Polk Today possible. Stick around and watch us grow. As the town hall concluded, Green took time out to take photos with constituents and staff were on hand to help those who have issues they need assistance with on the federal level, as well as to hear concerns and see what can be done upon a return trip to Washington. I wish Congresswoman Green the best of luck as she continues as a representative for the 14th District comprising of Northwest Georgia. Hopefully her lack of committee assignments won't prevent our area from getting federal dollars for projects that are needed to be completed. Find out more about previous, current, and future episodes of Talking Points on Polk Today at polktoday.com, where you can also find local news coverage of all types for free of charge. Talking Points on Polk Today is made possible by local sponsors and contributions from listeners like you. Are you interested in supporting Talking Points on Polk Today or local news in general? Learn more at polk.today backslash advertising if you're a business. And you can also visit these show notes with this episode online at polktoday.com to learn more about becoming a contributor at various levels. As little as $5 a month, the price of a cup of corporate coffee can provide free local news for all. 
feel free to check out our Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, and Instagram by searching for Polk Today to follow the site and show on social media. This podcast is available on Spotify and other podcasting networks online for you to enjoy as well. Make sure to check back for upcoming episodes of the podcast. I'm Kevin, the editor. Come back for the next episode of Talking Points on Polk Today soon. Talking Points on Polk Today is a product of Myrick Multimedia, LLC.